prospects in 1936 possibly a bit different you think than human beings now mm-hmm. not that we, you know the brain's the same but marketing's a lot different i mean you're a co- like the average human being is constantly being marketed to all of the time 1936 not really unless they were reading the newspaper or maybe they heard an ad on the radio or a salesperson came around their door they wouldn't even know what your company they wouldn't even know anything about it it's like mm-hmm. they weren't constantly being cold called on the phone text messages emailed you know dripping emails mm-hmm. okay so, I mean, sponsored can, ads all, everything I mean, yeah I mean, t- Talk about uh, most people when I say this, like, I'm not being sold all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. When you wake up in the morning, besides go to the bathroom, what's the first thing you do? Look at your phone. And you see social media. And what do you see on the side of your social media? Sponsored posts, ads, ads yep. trying to sell, sell you, you something, something, right? So you walk into the kitchen, you turn on the TV while you get your coffee and you see commercials trying to sell you, sell something. you something. You walk into your car to go to your office, you turn on the radio and you hear commercials trying to sell you something. You drive down the road, you see these big signs all over, these big billboards trying to sell you something. You get on your phone once you get to the office and you see your aunt pitching her newest MLM trying to sell you something. See, you're constantly being sold to all the time. Mm -hmm. That's not even counting cold calling and text messaging and email. So because of that, human brains, especially in the last two or three decades, have built up these defensive mechanisms. Mm -hmm. So anytime they sniff or hear or feel like a fast tone or an excited tone or really i'm not saying being boring but like enthusiastic you know car salesman trying to sell them something we train lots of car salesmen (laughs) the right way they instantly their guard goes up yeah and so what we train salespeople is how to cause them to let their guard down from the very beginning so you never have to compete with the wall of resistance why would you want to have 13 objections every sales call i'd rather prevent most of them from happening i'd rather learn objection prevention where most sales are pretty easy. They're, they're like laydowns. And mm-hmm. I, I love the saying where sales trainers are like, the more objections you get, shows them the more they're interested. And I'm like, really? not really. Like what, what <laughs> study shows that scientifically, the more objections you get, the less likely they are to buy. Mm-hmm. Think about all the laydown sales you got. They didn't have any objections, Mm-mm. but they bought. So why not try to make your sales, like sell two, three times what you are and then reduce your objections by 50, 60, 70%. It makes selling so much more easier. And so how do you do that? Just more in the discovery phase of the conversation? Like it's, it's use like a traditional term, but well, you know, you're asking better questions. Well, it's getting, yeah. it's causing the problem. Well, okay. So let's say you come in and you trigger sales resistance by your tone sounding too excited, too salesy, too needy. Mm-hmm. And now the guard's up in the first 30 seconds. Now what you have to do the rest of that call is try to get them to let their guard down. See, I'd rather come in there where their guard's completely down the whole time. Because I don't have to compete against that wall of resistance the whole time, yeah. right? It makes selling easier. So I, you know, there's certain things that we might see. Like if they 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 say something that we know is a red flag, that I know if I can't help them resolve that there and then, that that's going to be an objection at the end. Let's say if you sold B two B sales and you're in a conference room and you've got like eight decision makers in there, mm-hmm. and let's see that you go through slide 54 of your pitch deck. And you see Gretchen over there, when you went through that last slide, she folds her arm and she looks up like she's not like she's not agreeing or she doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Now, most salespeople would just keep going and just hope and pray, fingers she crossed, doesn't bring anything up. that yeah. the other decision makers are going to convince her. We would teach you to do the exact opposite. We would teach you to stop everything you're doing. Hey, um, hey, yeah, Gretchen. Hey, I noticed when we went through that last slide, we were talking about X, Y, and Z. You seemed a bit hesitant. What was behind that? Just so I understand. Well, Jeremy, I just wasn't understanding. 
And now I know, and I'm there to help them overcome it. And then I move forward. Now mm -hmm. I have control of the room. Yes. Without just that one person, I have no control of it. It could be that person that just ruins the whole deal. Now I control the room because I've helped overcome it. But I'm stopping that. And I'm doing it in a way I'm not like, hey, you seem like you had an objection about that. Like, what the hell? You not? You can't do that. Like, you're going to kick out of the room. But yeah. hey, Gretchen, yeah, you seem to, um, when I went through that uh, last slide where we went over X and Y, Z, and you seemed a bit hesitant. What's behind that? Just so I understand concerned tone mm. she interprets that as like i'm concerned for them that something's going on oh well i didn't understand this oh okay well that thing here's what we do and boom you're that that's just an example of yeah. like i'm preventing an objection from happening at the end of the sales process i see objection prevention way better than objection handling and, uh, and you still have to learn how to objection well, of course you can't eliminate 100 percent objections mm -hmm. i'm not houdini but if you can reduce your objections by 50 60 70 percent i'm just telling you it's going to make selling so much more fun for you because you're not going to get burned out and you're going to sell way more than you've ever thought you could you'd sell like your guys that went from you know they've tripled their the their revenue. sales yeah, yeah. in just one year and they're still learning right oh, i course. bet you they they're know 10 10 percent of what we teach yeah. <laughs> so far but you know, so it's just, you know, you want to focus on the quality of conversations, not just the quantity. And that's why I was telling Ryan a while ago, so many sales trainers and salespeople believe, and it's just been forced into our brains the last 50, 60 years that selling is a numbers game. Was, selling is a numbers game. Yep. You got to get more no's to get to the yes. I when I heard my, sales, go ahead. when I heard go sales ahead. trainers say that, I'm like, how does that give me any competitive advantage? Yeah. So it's just the person who out hustles the other person that gets more no's makes the most money. Basically, that's what they're just telling you. What they just said right there is this. What I'm what I'm training you doesn't really work that well. So you're just going to have to work more hours, put in the hustle muscle, work harder. I view selling as a skills game. Selling is a skills game. And you want to focus on your skill level, your sales ability for each conversation to convert way more of those conversations than you are. Now, I'm telling you, if your salespeople start viewing sales as a skills game, they're going to start increasing their skill level. Mm -hmm. Because if you just say it's a numbers game, they don't really think that it's their skills. They just think I need to call more numbers. And that's going to cost your company way more money because yep. you're going to spend more money on leads because they're just going through the numbers. You know, call 100 people to make one deal. You know, I'd rather you know, talk to five people to make three deals. You know, it's just a lot more profitable for the company and use a salesperson. You don't have to kill yourself. Yeah. You know, it saves you way more time. You're a lot yeah. more effective. And yeah. that's what our top people do now too is that, you know, they just focus on leveling up their game yeah. and- now talk, like you said, talk yeah. to five people, close three, four. Yeah, and I mean, make, it's just like, it's like, it's yeah. so funny to me to think about it. It's like, you know, I was asking Ryan if he, he liked the NBA. He's like, yeah, I love the NBA. I'm like, Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. You know Steph Curry? Of course. Three-point champ. If Steph Curry said that basketball was a numbers game, oh, it's just a numbers game, guys. Just shoot it as much as you can. Mm -hmm. You know, eventually you'll hit one. <laughs> yeah, eventually. He wouldn't have never made his varsity basketball team, yeah. let alone be in the NBA. No, Steph Curry viewed basketball as a skills game skills that's why he's working on his technique every day if salespeople work on your techniques and what you're saying and how you're saying it and your tone and your body language every day i'm telling you you're gonna sell you're gonna make 10 times more than what you are and you're not gonna have all the stress and frustration like oh my god like is that person gonna cancel you know that i just sold it's been over the weekend or you know you're always stressed all the time i remember how that feeling felt when i first got into sales learning traditional science always stressed all the time that the one i sold on friday was going to cancel by monday because i pressured them right but when you get them to internally persuade themselves like where they're telling you why it's the greatest out in the world you know yeah. they're just not going to cancel because it's their idea but you help sense. facilitate that yep with your sales ability mm -hmm. asking the right question their idea is yep. the gospel your idea is in one ear out the <laughs> other you know 